What is going on, Universal Sports Hub? It's Ricky here, hosting the biggest podcast we had all year. We got Bruce, Smoot, Big Yeggs, Colin, and TK. We got Super Bowl 53 on the way, the Los Angeles Rams and the Patriots. But today, we're specifically only talking about the Los Angeles Rams and their road to the bowl. And like all seasons, we're starting this one with the offseason. The Los Angeles Rams front office went out and grabbed all of the big pieces that Sean McVay and the Los Angeles Rams needed to be where they're at. But I'm going to ask you guys, who do you guys think was the most important pickup from the offseason? And I'm going to start off with Colin. All right, so my biggest offseason pickup for the Los Angeles Rams doesn't come from free agency. It comes from the NFL draft. And when they drafted Corey Littleton, Corey Littleton helped them solidify their linebacker position up. Let me give you a couple stats real quick. 90 solo tackles, 35 tackles assisted for a total of 125 tackles this year. Four sacks, three picks, one he took back to the house, 13 pass deflections. He had a stellar year. I can't say enough about this guy, and it helped them, you know, stop the run. He's able to go out there and, and cover on, on the pass. It just helps that organization because they didn't have a linebacker last year, and it kind of hurt them, you know, as good as Corey Littleton played this year. So that's my big key pickup out of everybody they got this season. Yeah, that's a huge pickup. Yanks, who do you think? I'm going to go. I know he only played eight games this season. I'm going to keep to leave. I think his presence in that secondary was more impactful at times than his play. Um, you've seen when he wasn't there, they were getting torched, that same team. Like, it just wasn't pretty for them. But I think his presence helps a young secondary. Look at John Johnson. He's out there having a great year. I think Aqib Tlaib's had a, had a great influence on him because he's had a great career, and he's still one of the top corners in the game, even though he's starting to fade off a little bit. So I'll go, I'll go with my guy, Aqib. Yeah, it's a good pick, too. Me, I'm going with Brandon Cooks. I mean, you bring him in, he's, he's huge for that offense. You had Robert Woods already doing his thing. You know, him and Woods basically had the identical seasons this year, both with a 1,219 for Woods, 1,200 for Cooks. I mean, it's just another weapon that that offense doesn't really need. But, I mean, shit, he did his thing. Yeah, and he, he, I, I like that point, Rick. He picked up the slack when Cooper Cup went out this for the season. Yeah. I'm actually going to go with Indomitian uh, Sue this year. He's 59 tackles. He has 4.5 sacks. He shores up a, a pretty terrible defense, uh, in other words. I mean, they, they can't really stop anybody. I mean, unless they get to lead back and unless Aaron Donald really shows up and plays like a beast. Sue has been great to add to the line because it actually frees up Donald to make plays on that line. And, and Sue does contribute most of the time. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you, Bruce, too. Uh, like you said, having Sue frees up Donald to make plays and adding someone like Sue to your defense when the Rams, you know, they already have pieces and areas and defense wins championships. They did what they had to do to get there. So I got a question came in from our Twitter feed uh, this afternoon from Seth. He tweeted us and asked us, how important was Ndamukong Sue pickup to the defense this season, and would they be as dominant? Without him this season, I don't know how how much more dominant he made the team. I mean, he made them better, and I, I think that Todd Gurley and Aaron Donald actually make the team dominant this year. But he's definitely a big key piece to this whole world. 
I think like when you said, you know, Aaron Donald's able to get the one on ones, but you knew with Donald too, he's able to stop the run. Like that's a big boy in the middle with Aaron Donald right there. So that's when I, when I look at Don, uh, Sue. I'm sorry, Sue, dude. Just the run. That's that's huge. Yeah. Big, big run stopper. Like you said, I mean, Sue didn't, you know, stand out as an awesome defensive player. I mean, we all know he is, but he also helped out Aaron Donald. Huge. Uh, Definitely makes a huge impact for Aaron Donald. He brings that presence to that D-line. And you can't leave him alone just as much as you can't leave Donald alone. It's intensity. So, so then to his second question, would this defense be, the defensive line be as dominant without him? Absolutely. You know, look at, at the you know him in the run defense. The, you know he only had five sacks, but it's still you know helping Aaron Donald. Yeah, I mean you still have Aaron Donald on the team yeah. without Sue, but you know maybe he, Aaron Donald got twenty sacks this year. Maybe he's only at fifteen yeah. without yeah. Sue. You know Never Sue well, does help if you don't, Aaron Donald. Even if you don't get Sue, you still are going to get somebody that's going to fill that hole. That's going to get a little pressure off Donald. Uh, Donald. Like he's not gonna get like the Rams are gonna go out there and get a piece to fill that hole so he can get free. He, thank God it was Sue for them. Yeah. But they would have gotten somebody to free up Donald. They needed that piece and they got it. Yeah, like, they, like you said, thank God it was Sue. Yeah. I mean I don't think there's a well, better they, piece that they could have got. They, they did end up trading for Dante Fowler to trade that line, but I think Sue was a bigger pickup than Fowler was at the trade that line. To TK's point, I think any relief off Aaron Donald adds value and Look at Ndamuk and Sue's track record, his presence. But Colin said he's a big boy. That's a lot of value. He's an absolute gamer. Yep. Another thing we're going to move on to is how big is Sean McVay to the Los Angeles Rams organization? Absolutely huge. You take yeah. a look what Jeff Fisher did with his organization. Went 4-12. and Sean McVay comes in. He turns his whole team around. They go, what, 12-4 and the next year? 13-3 and the year after that? I mean, he's turning golf around. The dude had seven and seven. Next year, through twenty-eight and seven. You know, I mean, completely turns his whole organization around. I mean, yeah, that's great. All right, what do you think? I think all team. I mean, all teams that were looking for a coach this offseason, I, th- I think about at least ninety percent of them. They're looking for that next Sean McVay, that next young guru type coach. I mean, look at the Bengals' new coach, Zach Taylor. He's a quarterback's coach on the Rams. A quarterback coach. He's not even a coordinator. Teams are doing anything, and any connection to Sean McVay is extremely credible now. Yeah, I mean, Sean McVay is one of them people that just everybody on the team seems to love, too. So, I mean, he brings it all to the team. And coaches uh, coaches matter, you know. Like, people want to play for a good coach. Right. Obviously, he came, changed the culture of that locker room. Right. And... Uh, you know, look where they're at. I go back on TK's point, and then I go to Kez, but you look at Jeff Fisher, and he was absolutely dog shit. Early didn't look good. Goff looked like this guy's a bust, and he's the first overall pick. McVay steps in, and Goff looks like, holy shit, he's worth that number one pick. Gurley is legitimately way better than what they even expected under Sean McVay in that offense. Sean McVay has been more than they could ever ask for in this op- for that organization. And look where he's taking them right now. <laughs> the youngest coach to ever go to the Super Bowl. I mean, that's something extraordinary. Same with Goff. 24 years old coming into the Super Bowl. He's the youngest quarterback to ever step foot in a Super Bowl. I mean, that's crazy to think about. I mean, just honestly, it's it's wild. Mm-hmm. Well, when you got the cast behind you like the Rams do, 
Yeah, and it's not just you, you know, get the option to go to them kind of places. Yeah, yeah. You know, and imagine the future. Good yeah. points by everyone all around. Yeah. Moving on, we're going to go to the season and the key victories that the Rams pulled out this year. I'm going to start with Kev. Yeah, I think we would, all six of us would agree that KC game 54-51, probably the game, the game of the century so far. Like that was just, I mean, if we would have had that for the Super Bowl, we still might with the Patriots, but that was unbelievable. My standout game though would be when they beat Seattle at home, the second matchup. They won 36-31. It was a pivotal game, and while I got a really good glimpse of that game, I caught a real good bit of it. And the Rams just seemed like that strong team. Seattle played a very tough game. They put up points. Rams defense was challenged. The offense stepped up to the plate. They did their job. Defense got off the field when they needed to. So it kind of proved a big point to me. What do you think, Kyle? So my game is not the second game in Seattle. It's the first game versus Seattle when they won 33-31. When I seen Sean Bay go for that fourth and one under two minutes, and if he doesn't get it, they're, the Seattle Seahawks are already past the 50 and probably kick a game-winning field goal. Who knows if he makes it, but I'll assume he makes it. They lose that game. To see him go for it, and you're behind the 50, showed me that you have the guts to put your – you trust – you have the guts and you trust your team to execute the play in any circumstance. And Sean McVay has to do that versus Belichick. And at that, that game standing at that play standing out to me all year. And I know it was the only week – I think it was week four or five. Was one of, I know it was early, but that standed out all year when I was looking back at Sean McVay. And the Los Angeles Rams season. Start yeah. back to Rick. Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to go out and say every game they played in the division. I mean, yes, the 49ers and the Raiders are in that division. Which Cardinals. Cardinals. Or Cardinals, my bad. Which are in that Both division. Both suck. It's understandable. Yeah, it's yeah. understandable. They stink. But, I mean, you still got to win them games. And then, not only that, you beat the Seahawks twice there and at home. That's big. You win every game in your division, you're automatically 6-0, even if you lose. Yeah. That's a shutout in there, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two big wins. They're all big wins. I mean, wins in the division are huge. Don't yeah. count for anything less. Yeah. Next, we're going to go on to the stats for the season. We have Jared Goff on the offense. We're going to start with that first. Jared Goff threw for 4,688 yards. He threw for 32 touchdowns, and... While well, added 12 interceptions, which is a pretty good ratio. Just shy of uh, 65% completion percentage, 64.9, which is pretty good, pretty yeah. solid. Gurley, who didn't play a complete season, but had a great season, 1,251 rushing yards, 17 rushing touchdowns, while also adding 580 receiving yards and four Receiving touchdowns. I mean, shit, 21 touchdowns out of your running back is fucking huge. Some offenses can't even get 21 touchdowns. Robert Woods, 86 catches, 1,219 yards, 6 touchdowns. Brandon Cooks, 80 catches, 1,204 yards, 5 touchdowns. I mean, they're basically identical. Yeah. You'd love to see that if you're a Los Angeles Rams fan. Great pair of receivers. Yeah. One of the top duos in the game. You'd love to see that if you're Jared Goff, too. Along with Cooper Cup, who also had a great year, too. It's a shame he went out to injury. But moving on to the defense, Aaron Donald, 20 and a half sacks, which is ridiculous. Four forced fumbles. I mean, shit, that's the defense right there. He had 20 and a half sacks, like you mentioned. The team had 41. He literally had half of their sacks. Yeah. 
He's amazing. a defensive tackle, by the way. He's not an end. He's not a pass rusher who comes off the edge. He's a tackle. It's amazing. John Johnson, four interceptions, 119 total tackles. Stuck back there. That's a gamer for you. And another player that's been doing it for them, this guy is just a fucking monster at kicking a football. Greg Zerline, you've seen what happened in New Orleans, 27 of 31 on the year. I mean, the guy is almost automatic. John will go from 75 to put put it to send him to the ball. Longest kick in playoff history. To win. Game winner. That thing was good from 80. That thing was a better nuke than North Korea ever had. (laughs) That thing was awesome. With all that, we got the stats. Next, we're moving to the team MVP for the Los Angeles Rams. I mean, we all had a pretty unanimous. We did have one person say otherwise. But we went as the hub with Ty Gurley. The TK went with Aaron Donald, which isn't, I mean... Nobody's saying that's wrong because it's not. But TK, why do you think Aaron Donald was your MVP? All right, so let's say you take away Sue, okay, and you do put somebody else there. Donald's still going to get you 15, 16 sacks. He had 41 QB hits, okay. He had, what, 25 tackle for losses. He's getting behind the backfield. What does C.J. Anderson run the past three weeks? 132, 123, what, five touchdowns? That offensive line can obviously help that running back. You take Donald off of that defense, there's nothing. And that defense is already suspect. They're giving up a lot of points a game, and thank God Donald's there to honestly save that day. Because if he's not, then... You're going to cut most of them numbers in half. And if you look at yeah. the Rams' offense, though, Brandon Cooks, 1,200 yards. Woods, 1,200 yards. He's got the weapons. Yeah. Without Donald, I think your defense is hurting a lot more than you think. They might not yeah. be there. That's like a permanent leak. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah, that is yeah, no, you're not wrong with anything you say. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that Aaron Donald doesn't deserve it. Yeah, he doesn't deserve it. It's just Todd Gurley, the season he had for me. I mean, 21 teeters. And I'm not taking nothing yeah. away from Gurley neither. I'm just saying, I think. What's more valuable to you is that key piece on defense when your offense is obviously clicking, whether you're there or not. Who can who's that player like TK that key piece to get you the stop, get you that turnover? And like TK says, it's Aaron Donald every time. Next, we're moving on to the Los Angeles Rams in their playoff run so far. Hopefully, they can you know take it in for a bowl for them. You know. Well, first they started. As the Dallas Cowboys came to Los Angeles to play in the Coliseum, yeah. didn't go well for Dallas. Definitely went wrong, well for Los hate Angeles. To see it, Cowboys. Yeah, Los Angeles took that one, thirty to twenty-two. And after that, they just kept on marching to New Orleans, mm-hmm. the team that likes to march but didn't get to. It was a fair game. Fair game. Yes, sir. Very fair game. Nothing. Super Bowl should be. Yeah. <laughs> Back to back. LA went down to New Orleans and won an OT thriller in the dome behind <laughs> Big Greg's long leg kick, baby. The thing was a blast. And that's, I mean, other than that, we'll go on to the unsung heroes for this Rams team, too. I mean, yeah, we talked about their MVP, PK with Aaron Donald, everybody else with Gurley. Who is the guy that's not getting the recognition for this team that? Maybe you should get a little more. What do you guys got? Start off with Kev first. 
All right, I'm I'm gonna take one of the most obvious ones of late, C.J. Anderson. I mean, that team, Gurley got banged up in what I believe was the Detroit game. They still won by a pair of touchdowns, but he just didn't have the day yet. Then they lost a pair of games in a row. He's starting to get nicked up, and I don't believe the Rams would be here going to Atlanta to play the Patriots if they didn't still have that run game. So I think C.J. Anderson. He added. Just 299, basically 300 yards in two games, a pair of touchdowns, seven yards a carry, too. Like, that's very, very impactful. Jeez, like, come on. And then in the playoffs, 167 yards in both games with Gurley still playing in a pair of teeters. He's got to be the unsung hero because if they don't have a run game, obviously they're, I don't think they'd be in the Super Bowl for one, but Jared Goff lives off of play action, and he eats off of play action. That wouldn't be as successful because no one's buying it, and I don't think the Rams would be here. Bruce, what do you think? I'm going with Brandon Cooks. I mean, this guy is their only deep ball threat. It seems like he's their he's their long ball. He's their big catch. He's their bailout. He's their get to the end zone guy. And like like Kev was saying, he helps with the play action because once you get Gurley going, or once you get Cooks going, you're going to start seeing Gurley going. You're going to start seeing other players start stepping up and and becoming a better player because. Cook spreads the defense. I have a feeling Cook's going to be pretty good in this game. It's the revenge tour for Brandon Cooks, by the way. There you go. Saints. Patriots. I'm going to go with uh, Robert Woods. I feel like he had 86 catches, uh, over 1,000 yards, six touchdowns. And pretty much, I mean, him and Cooks, like we said earlier, they were identical. And I feel like, you know, if Cooks was ever covered, Early was out. That was just another weapon for uh to take take on. What do you think? Okay. You know, I mean, out of all the unsung heroes, I believe there's only one hero, and I'm sticking with my guy. It's still Donald. <laughs> okay. You Love it. I do. You can't take you take this guy off this team. That's their unsung hero. Like, not their unsung. He is the guy that just keeps this defense going. I don't so care about unsung heroes. Yeah. They can, they have their parts, but Donald is the team. I'm going to go on the defensive side of the ball with TK. John Johnson, 81 solo tackles, 37 assisted for a total of 118. Four picks, 11 pass deflections, and a forced fumble. This guy took a huge step this year from last year and helped that secondary tremendous. Yes, Peters and Sleeve helps, but I think he was the deep balls. You look at this guy, he's just balling all year long. I think he's going to step up in the Super Bowl. And help that team. I'm gonna go with Jared Goff. I mean, everybody's going to Gurley, Donald for the MVP. I feel like maybe Jared Goff could have been up there with the team MVP. I'm gonna go with Goff because he's. When you look at him, he matched up with Mahomes. He won that game. Four touchdowns, 400 yards. No turnovers. That wins you games. Jared Goff done everything all season. For this team to win them games or to be in the position to win them games. And that's what you want out of your quarterback. You look at it, he beat Breeze, took down or he took down Dallas first, then he went into the Superdome and he he beat Breeze. And now he's in the Super Bowl. Got one more legend to take care of. Yeah. Tom Brady is the ultimate boss, you know. He's that level fifty boss. Right. <laughs> you see it get done. Back to my John Johnson point. Came up with a game ceiling pick to send them to the Super Ten Bowl. out of ten dance on the interception, too. Ten yeah. out of ten. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. The game ceiling pick. <laughs> That's all we got here from the Sports Hub for the Los Angeles Rams and their season.
Look out for the Instagram. We need yeah. some more followers. Hop on that. We also got the Twitter already. You all know about that. Pop on that. Shirts are still available. Not too much, but if you want some, let us know. and We'll give you some. We'll let you know what we can do. All right, everybody from the Universal Sports Hub, I'm Ricky. We got Bruce, Smoot, Kev, Colin, and TK. Everybody, have a good one and enjoy this Super Bowl.